Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. I didn't know what I was going to talk about today, and a friend of mine, the little gal who runs this website, she suggested that I talk about some of the things that I use in my life to replace the items that we shouldn't really be using along with essential oils. And I thought, well, that's a pretty good idea because I have people come in the store all the time and they'll ask if I have a homeopathic remedy for this or that. And I'm like, sure. And we go back there and all of a sudden I'll say, oh, by the way, don't use mint. And they're like, what? And so then I have to give the entire speech. So if I could just refer them to a podcast, hey, (laughs) the don't use mint podcast, then it would make my whole, my life a whole lot easier. I wouldn't have to talk as much. (laughs) Like that'll ever happen, right? Okay. Anyway, the basic rule, and most of you that have been listening to my podcasts already know this, but sometimes it's just nice, like I said, to have something you can refer your friends or family to. Just say, hey, listen to that podcast. It's not a big deal. You just have to get used to not using mint in your world. And I, I know that's really, really hard because I thought at first, fine, I, you know, I'm going to not have mint today because I want to take a remedy. But the thing is, is like I tell folks, you know, we had given up mint. We were, we had started using just baking soda or I was making a, a real simple toothpaste at the time when my daughter hit her head. And had we been using mint and if mint would have been in her system, a good mint, a good strong mint, you know, like an essential oil or a good oil from a good toothpaste. If that would have been in her system when she fell and hit her head, you know, would the arnica have worked like it did? I, I don't know. So I just I just say, folks, you know, it's it's one of those things you just have to make a choice. We choose not to have mint. I'm not saying that at Christmas I don't let the kids have a mint candy or once in a while we'll have mint, real mint frozen yogurt in the store and I say you know it's fine just go ahead and have a treat but we don't use it regularly in our lives Um, I never use essential oils because essential oils are the strongest way that you can get mint in your world and I've heard some homeopaths like I said have agree that a good mint camphor product spearmint wintergreen peppermint can stay in your body I even heard one time up to five weeks and I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe it can work for that long. I don't know. I don't think the constituents would be that strong that would actually cancel a homeopathic remedy for up to five weeks. But yeah, you know, I would say three to five days anyway. So when people come and say, oh, I've been using mint toothpaste. Can I not start this remedy now? I say, you know, God's ultimately in charge. I don't know what the rules are in, in his world, but I say, you know, just if you if you need the remedy now, just take it and just hope and pray it works. And just refrain from using them at toothpaste. And as long as anyone is in using homeopathic as a treatment, they should not be using any mint products. And we're going to go over some of what I call the mint or the camphor. And 
like I said, it's just a really good idea to just put them out of your life. I know my, my daughter was at her house. She, she had a bunch of um, therapeutic tea on the counter. And I said, oh, sweetie. I says, what are you using these for? She goes, oh, my husband has a cold and they seem to work really well for him. I said, oh, well, you don't use homeopathics then? She's like, oh, no, we do. <laughs> I says, well, then they're not working <laughs> because all of these teas have mint in them. And by that, I mean, if you read the ingredients, and it's just, you know, a, a therapeutic tea for bronchial irritation or nasal infection or whatever it is, if you look very closely, most of them have mint, some sort of peppermint or wintergreen in the tea. And that will cancel your homeopathic remedies. So at that point, again, you just have to choose. My daughter was very upset when she read that. She goes, I didn't know that. And I said, sweetie, <laughs> I've told you this. <laughs> anyway, but we forget. We forget to read the labels. We have to be in charge of our world. You guys, we can't just assume that everybody is on the same page that we are. And I know, like I've said before, when I was a little girl, we lived right down the road from a mint farm. Okay, we'd ride our horses down there. Of course, my dad was... He taught us to respect the farmer's fields. We never, ever tromped across somebody else's fields. But we would skirt the edge of his fields between our land and his land so that we could sneak down where nobody could see us. And then we'd sit on the edge of that field. We'd tie our horses off, and we'd sit on the edge of that field, and we would sit and sniff the mint. And we would pick a leaf now and then and just sit and chew. It was heavenly, absolutely heavenly. And so he only grew mint on occasion. Sometimes he... It was actually a sod farm, so he grew grass sometimes too, but on the years that he grew mint, oh, it was, like I said, it was so heavenly. So if I can give up mint products because I want homeopathy to work when I need it, you can too. You know, the mint industry is not going to like me for this, but I'm not saying it doesn't have its place in this world because it certainly does. But when you're raised in a family and your child, it's inevitable that they're going to get bumps, fall and bump their head or something's going to happen. You know, you just want the arnica to be able to work. You just want the lead to be able to work. You just want these remedies to work when you use them because they're so easy and they're so efficient and they work so well just to quickly trigger the body to heal itself. We're not waiting for that medicinal nutrient to kick in to start working. It just triggers that body instantly to start healing. So, like I said, you just have to make that choice. And I I'm not telling what you have to do because people come and say, well, what do you think? <laughs> I say, well, personally, this is what I would do. But you have to do what's right for you and your family. And everyone does. So, but I am giving you the best information I know how to give. So with that said, let's just go over some of what I call mint or camphor products. Now the true camphorated products are obviously camphor, but for things that you're going to find in your teas, toothpastes, um, some of the combination oils, lip balms, things like that. Oh, and you even need to watch lotions, some of the, the things you apply to your skin. And things like, um, well, Vicks VapoRub, <laughs> that's a true camphor. <laughs> okay, because some of you will say, well, I use Vicks. Oh, well, <laughs> don't. <laughs> for one thing, it's petroleum. It's a petroleum-based product, and if, if you read the Mad Hatter, it was a petroleum-based product that drove these people crazy to run into the walls and you know <laughs> so that's 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 a real that's a real saying the Mad Hatter like I say if you read James James Tyler Kent it, it's it's 
it's funny. But anyway, Vicks VapoRub really is a camphorated product, so stay away from that. In place of that, we'll talk about what I use. Um, and then you're going to want to stay away from peppermint, wintergreen, spearmint. And then there are a lot of combination oils as well that have those three essential oils in them. The peppermint, the wintergreen, and the spearmint. There are others that also have those, the peppermint, wintergreen, and spearmint in them. So I just, I just stay away from them. In their place, I, I use some other things. But as far as I get so, so, so many questions about... The combination remedy thieves and I know other there are many many other good good companies that sell essential oil out there but she mentions her products and I I do let her carry them but I say we need a red sticker on them so people know they can't be using those and thinking that that's not going to cancel their remedy and thieves is one that it, it does have like the eucalyptus or the tea tree in it but if it's not the dominant odor it's it's not a, a true camphor. I mean, it does have camphor constituents, but like a friend of mine pointed out, lavender actually has a little bit of camphor constituent as well. And Kent, James Tyler Kent, taught that it will never suppress. And it does not cancel homeopathic remedies either. So it's just a matter of how the body reads it. We just have to use our common sense with that. I do know that peppermint, wintergreen, and spearmint do cancel 90% of all the homeopathic remedies hands down. All the other oils, like the rosemary, the eucalyptus, the tea tree, those I don't sell in my store. I mean, I would like to, but I don't because I don't want people... I mean, I I guess I sell them under that other gal's label, but I don't sell them with the Oremus oils so that people accidentally just start using them on everything, thinking they're not going to cancel the remedies. I just want them to be able to use all the Oremus oils comfortably and not, their, their remedies aren't going to be canceled. So I tell people, if you're going to use them, put them in a... Put them, Go ahead and use them in your combinations, diffuse them, but don't ever, obviously you never open your homeopathic remedy in the presence of an essential oil anyway in the first place. And if you're not going to be applying them directly on the skin in full strength for the skin to absorb in a way that it would be so strong that it would cancel the oil or the homeopathic remedy that you're taking, then, you know, on occasion you can use them. And I've I've told people, you know, once upon a time I was using all the gallbladder remedies that I had access to nothing was working homeopathically and so at that point the woman was in so much pain I actually walked away from the homeopathic remedies and used the rosemary essential oil in that we were able to actually help that woman get over her gallbladder attack it worked amazing and so I'm just saying that if one thing isn't working don't be afraid to move on to something else but in general let's just kind of avoid them so that we don't cancel our remedies and then, invariably, I'm going to get some emails here. I say, well, Sue, I use it this way. What do you think about that? You know what? Go ahead and do the research. Do what you think is best for you and your family. I am not a scientist in this department. I just know what does cancel. And I know what I've used successfully. I have used tea tree. I used to have tea tree in all of my combination oils. And I never felt it canceled any of my homeopathic remedies. I just took it out of some of the things I do now so that I don't confuse people. It, there wasn't a lot in there. There was just a little bit. I felt it really added to the strength of what I was doing. But I didn't feel it was absolutely essential, so I did take it out. So that's what I'm saying. Use your head a little bit. Think it through. Just don't make it too strong. So like I said, all the, like I said watch the teas. Teas are huge, and many, many, many of them do have mint in them. Just don't forget to read the label. So what do I use instead of, like, thieves? 
I like I said, it's in my store. I have it there for people who are absolutely think it's the best stuff in the whole wide world. I don't know. I've never used it myself because by the time I was introduced to some of the essential oils and things like that, I mean, I I just didn't indulge in in things like that. So I at that time I was actually making my own toothpaste because I I didn't know there was such a thing as lemon or cinnamon toothpaste out there. I have since discovered Redmond's lemon or cinnamon toothpaste. They also have a peppermint or wintergreen as well, but I don't carry that one in my store. But I do carry the cinnamon and the lemon, and I love them. We kind of swap them out here at the house. Like, the girls have been using cinnamon. I know my son is using the lemon. I just use whatever. <laughs> but I love the Redmond's toothpaste, and like I say, I do carry them in my store. I do also carry a Bee Propolis uh, with cinnamon flavor in it in, in the store and I liked that a lot too. It was a little hard to get used to but once I did I really liked it. So like I say I do have a couple of different options at the store as well. I started making my own and I'm actually going to give you a recipe that I came up with after quite a bit of research <laughs> and you, you'll be able to log on and, and get that recipe yourself. But instead of thieves I now use the Oremus Plague Away. It's actually the original essential oil of the East you know uh, for the grave robbers and it was cin it's cinnamon, clove, and lemon. I love it. I use a lot in the diffuser at the store. People come in and go, oh, what is that scent? It's very deep scented and wonderfully aromatic. It also has the antibacterial properties, of course. And we do sell it on our website. It better be up there. If it's not, you can certainly send an email and say, hey, I would like some of that Plague Away. It's, you know, I'm not sure how much it costs. I, I'm not positive, uh, so don't quote me but I think it's around that $32 mark. I, I just don't know for sure. But if you go to theoutpostmercantile.com, you'll be able to find it. And like I said, and if it's not there for some odd reason, then you can certainly send an email. And so peppermint, wintergreen, spearmint, those oils are very famous for flavor. Um, they tend, peppermint is excellent in wintergreen for getting rid of pain in the muscles. So they're used a lot for massage. They're in those, like that biochem rub. It's, it's kind of like a Vicks Vapor Rub. It's like the old Bengay type of stuff that they rub on muscles. And so it's, like I said, it, it tends to have those, those camphorating, um, which is, you know, fumes, which are very penetrating to the muscles. But like I said, I don't want to use those types of items because I want my homeopathic remedies to work. So what I do is when there's injury and you want to use something topical, I like to use the Oremus Sprain and Injury it's a cream and you just rub it on and it has wonderful properties. It actually is made with um, all organic carrier oils and of course the organic essential oils as well and the essential oils that are in there are spruce, fir, and lemongrass. All extremely nourishing to muscles, bones, and tendons for to aid and speed healing. And of course because I use the essential oils that don't cancel homeopathic remedies. They also use the famous five, Arnica, Roos, Bryonia, Hypericum, and Rudigrav. Or, like I said, I also carry an, a combination injury homeopathic remedy at the store. It's called Injury Sprain, and that is wonderful for acute injuries as well. Sprains, breaks, any sort of tendon or muscle trauma, it's fantastic for that. And so that's what I use. And the healing, I kid you not, you'll heal 70% faster when you use things like this. So these are some of the things that I use in place of, you know, the mints, the camphors, and things like that. Now you have to remember as well, we're talking about all the things that will cancel homeopathic remedies. At any given time, a homeopathic remedy can also cancel another homeopathic remedy. Very often, 
a good homeopath when they're taking the case and, they, and they've already and this person their their new client has already seen another homeopath or this person has been self-diagnosing themselves and taking all sorts of remedies very often the homeopath will give that client a homeopathic remedy called camphor 200 basically it's going to wipe out and clear the playing field so it's going to nullify cancel all the homeopathic remedies that they've been on recently. So that's one way that homeopathic remedies are used. Nux vomica also cancels a lot of the homeopathic remedies and pharmaceutical things that we've been on recently. And coffee. Very often you can just have a cup of coffee or just even a mint candy that it'll cancel homeopathic remedies. So toothpaste, like I say, toothpaste, mint candies, teas, rubs, lotions, lip balms, things like this. Yeah, I noticed Burt's Bees just came out with a, I sent my husband in to get some chapstick. We were on a trip. We were going away. And I said, honey, grab some lip balm when you're in there. So he brings back Burt's Bees. He goes, well, this is the one that looked the most natural. <laughs> he said he was trying to choose one. Anyway, and we were up north. Anyway, so he comes in. I said, oh, Burt's Bees. Oh, fun. So I opened it up and I, I always just take it off with my fingernail a little bit and I put it on my lip. It's just strong peppermint. I'm like, well, I, and that's see, I won't even want to give it to my kids. So I chucked it. So just, you know, you got to read the labels, folks. And I, you know, I felt really bad throwing away a $4 tube of lip balm. So now we have that understanding there. Coffee will also, it will cancel other homeopathic remedies. It will cancel Nux vomica and coffea for sure. It'll also have an effect on some other remedies. But people say, do I have to give up coffee? And, you know, it's so if I have I've actually had a couple clients and that Nux vomica was their remedy. The one didn't drink coffee, oddly enough, and the other one said, I don't drink that much, but I don't want to give it up. And I said, you don't have to. I don't see when when you give a person a remedy to help heal an issue, I didn't make her give it up. I just suggested that they take the remedy before they go to bed at night, and then they can still have their cup of coffee in the morning, but not to overdo it. Keep things very temperate. And I said, and you can always replace, you know, your drink with like something like Dandy Blend instead of coffee. Um, there are coffee substitutes usually made with a dandelion base, freeze-dried dandelion. Absolutely delicious. I love them. And they're a little spendy sometimes, but they're so, so good. So just keep that in mind. You know, there's all things to remember, but just look in the Homeopathy for Mommy's book as far as whether you you plan to take a remedy. Does it cancel this remedy or, or whatever? Or find out what does cancel it. So I promised you a recipe for the tooth polish. Now, when I was doing my research, I uh, I came up with this recipe, and I loved it. I actually, um, before I started the store, I used to make it for all my friends, and I gave it away, and everyone absolutely loved it. So it does really, really work. And it's, because it has diatomaceous earth in it, some people think that it's maybe too abrasive. And we used it for several years, and we never noticed anything um, because the white kaolin clay kind of brought down the abrasiveness of the diatomaceous earth. But yeah, it did have deep cleaning properties. But we used a white kaolin clay, diatomaceous earth, baking soda, with some aloe vera gel in there, some xylitol, and then just plain distilled water. So like I said, you can go to our members area and you can certainly download this recipe. It, it works wonderfully. I also wanted to mention that on our website, if there's something you would like to see or you please, you know, feel free to send suggestion emails to us as we're working here to build up our websites. You know, we're op open to suggestions. 
we're getting a lot of feedback. We're getting a lot of emails, but it's rare that somebody will actually send, you know, a suggestion. They'll say, oh, we love this. We love that. And I appreciate those emails so much. Really, I do. But, you know, feel free to send <laughs> suggestive emails. I have one lady, she emails quite often. She's very, very sweet. And she says, I hope you don't take offense. But, and then she'll go on to say what she would like. I absolutely do not take offense to that. And she does tell me what I that I should stop beating myself up on these little podcasts. <laughs> don't say that it doesn't matter or whatever. I don't even know what she says, but it's kind of funny. And I appreciate that. I Because, you know, we're human. We're all human. And I, I don't know. I just appreciate the fact that everyone else out there is also human. And we're all just trying to help each other. That's what's important. And I don't know. I, did, I just and I had, like I said, I had another email from a gal, and I think she lives in Vancouver. I know it's somewhere in Canada. And she said, Sue, you have to come up and teach a class up here. And I said, you know what? I will. I really will do that. I, I doubt it'll happen this year. But next year, I will plan that, and I will plan a family vacation, and we will take two weeks, and we will just drive, and we will come up there, and we will teach a class up there where you live in, in Canada. And I told my husband that. He just looked at me. <laughs> I said, sweetie, if we plan it. You know, if we just plan it, and we need, we need a vacation anyway, I said, so I just think we should we should just do that. So I know I have another gal thinking about having a seminar down in Florida, and I said, yep, I will definitely go to Florida again. <laughs> so folks, if you have, that's the criteria too, by the way, because people say, you know, what do you have to have to come to our area? And I, you know, depending on where I go, of course, I say a minimum of 20 people, and I, it, the price of the class varies whether we do a one-day seminar or whether we do a two-day seminar. We just did the two-day seminar in Kentucky and I loved it. It was so much fun because the first day I just felt like I was getting to know everyone, getting a feel for what they wanted to hear and what you know they wanted me to talk about. And I gave the, the bare bones basics about homeopathy and you know a few other natural things. And then the second day we were able to get into some of the nitty-gritty of healing different diseases and you know acute diseases because I don't do chronic when I go to seminar. But it, it was it was really really fun. So if someone is going to have me to their area to teach a class, I really suggest a two-day seminar. And as far as the other criteria, I ask I don't I, a lot of times I'll just stay with the family, which is really really fun because I love to get to new, know new people. But otherwise, if they could just help me find a clean hotel in the area that's you know reasonably priced, that's another option too. So I, there's not a lot of I don't have a lot of set criteria. I just I like to go and watch people get excited about homeopathy because they always do and then I bring product because people like to see the stuff I'm talking about and so I usually bring all the sorts of things I talk about and I have them available and if I don't have what I've talked about they can just order it and I ship it for free to them later but it's it's to be worked out and I always try to give incentive whether it be free kits or uh, consult things like that I always try to see what the hostess is in need of and then we work with that so it's a lot of fun and I really um, I, I want to not discourage anyone from asking me to come to their area because most people can rally around 20 of their friends or co-workers or people that they go to church with or people that they homeschool with and you know like I said it's it's a lot of fun so with that I am going to just tell you that you can definitely download like I said go to the, the members section and download this this tooth polish recipe and don't hesitate like I said to send us your suggestions we're really cruising here with our 
our courses have been selling really well. I'm so pleased, you guys. I, I thank you for that because by my selling these courses, I'm able to give <laughs> some of that back to the girls who are running my websites because I don't have anything to do with the websites. I have my wonderful friend Joy that I've never really met in real life out in Virginia and I have my daughter-in-law here in Minnesota and they're, they work together to run the Homeopathy for Mommies and the Outpost Mercantile websites and my new daughter-in-law is jumping on board with our Outpost Outlaws campaign which is super fun because then we have little in-store sales and so I like I said I just appreciate you guys supporting us and all right I'll let you go you have a wonderful day and give all your kids and all your family a hug and just just appreciate them because when it comes right down to it they really are all that's important to you right <laughs> may God bless you and yours Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.